Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. At some point this year, I made the switch from the really normal realm of the health and fitness industry and what makes our body feel good into the biohacking realm of this industry and making our body feel good. And I have no idea where it happened. I just know that it did. I'm starting to do the things that I used to look at as weird or extreme, be like, I can't believe that they're actually doing that. That's me now. I'm that person. And I feel like Black Friday took that to an extreme because I've been like looking at all these pages and thinking about getting a lot of different things before Black Friday and the algorithm knew that. That darn algorithm will get you. It is smart. And it had all those sales and deals ready for me and lined up. And let me tell you, I took the bait on it. I got an infrared sauna blanket. I got a red light. I almost got a PEMF mat, but I didn't. Just got the sauna blanket and the infrared light. I'm already noticing such a difference, by the way. And on top of my cold showers and, you know, all the things that I do. I was talking to my friend and I was laughing. Like, if I start dating somebody... They are going to think that I have the most high-maintenance sleep routine. I'm going to have to slowly introduce some things because in my house now, by 8 p.m., not only do I have a tea in my hand and I'm in my pajamas, but I'm slowly starting to dim the lights. I'm turning on the red light, maybe a little meditation, taking a warm shower before bed, going into a cold room. I have my white noise machine. I have a sleep mask. Sometimes I wear tape over my mouth to make sure I'm doing the deep breathing while I'm sleeping. It's a whole thing. And I realize, like, look, I'm kind of teasing myself here. I realize it's a lot. I also realize I'm at a point in my life where I have the time to do this, right? I'm single. I don't have a family. I know everyone isn't in that same scenario. I'm also taking advantage of this place in my life because it's not always going to look like this. I feel grateful that I have this time right now, but I'll also be able to supplement and be able to tweak things when I don't have the time that I have right now. So please don't think this episode is one of those episodes where I'm telling you to do all this super high maintenance stuff that you're not going to be able to do and you're not going to be able to keep up with because that is not it at all. You know me, I keep it 
it real on this podcast. I have realistic ideas of what everybody's life is like, and I will always give you simple, tactical things to make big freaking changes in your life because that's what we need, right? We need the simple. We don't need another plan. We don't need another thing to tell us to completely turn our life you know, upside down. We need the things that seem doable every day, and that's really what I want this episode to be about. And I was originally going to just do an episode on sleep, but whenever I'm speaking about sleep to my clients, it's always about circadian rhythm because that makes such a huge impact on not just our sleep, but on our entire life, on our sleep, on our metabolism, on our hormones, on our energy levels, and also on our mental health. Like we have to understand that sleep plays a huge role in that. And if we're just talking about sleep, yeah, I could sit there and say, hey, you should sleep more. You should put your phone away earlier. And you're like, okay, yeah, I get it. But a lot of times just going to sleep earlier isn't the answer. It's regulating our circadian rhythm that's been out of whack for so long that we don't even know where to start. Even if we went to sleep earlier, we would get the same amount of sleep or the quality of sleep that we're getting is like below average to where we're not getting any rest, restorative, rebuilding or repair sleep. We're just getting the base sleep and all types of sleep are going to play a difference. We want to make sure we're getting the REM sleep, the deep sleep that our body needs, and then also the light sleep. We should be going in and out of these cycles, but a lot of us are just staying in that light sleep. And here's the thing, when we're just staying in those levels, we're missing out on all of the benefits of the things that happen in the deep sleep, in the REM sleep, like recovery, like cellular repair and rejuvenation, like detoxing our body. If all of these things aren't happening, we're not getting the cellular repair and rejuvenation we need. Our body isn't rebuilding muscle. It's not detoxing things that are necessary. You know, we end up having gut health issues, hormone imbalances, because that's how hormones are detoxed detox as well is through the liver at night. And if we're not getting that detox in the liver, it's going to build up in our body and have some serious adverse health effects on top of that. So let's first have the conversation that sleep is so important. If you are somebody who is pushing and hustling all the time, we live in hustle culture. It would Let's be honest about that. We just have to call it how it is. We live in hustle culture. We want things quickly. We want them right away. We always want the next best thing. We never feel like we're doing enough. We are always on. Our brains are always on. Our bodies are always on. We're pushing them to the extreme, and we're never turning off. We're never resting, never recovering, and we're also left with a generation that's really unhappy, that's dealing with tons of stress issues, anxiety issues, sleep issues, and ultimately health issues. Whether they're related to your body or not, we're dealing with so many of these. And the one thing that we're not coming to is what if we did less? It's always what can we do more of? Oh, I'm not seeing the results. I'm not feeling good. Let me work out more. Oh, okay. I'm having stress and anxiety. What medication can I get on? And again, I'm not against mental health medication. I'm so pro mental health medication. I think it's necessary, but I also believe there are so many things that we can do that will counteract these symptoms that we're feeling and these things that we're having every single day, these issues we're dealing with. It's nothing to put a Band-Aid on. It's how do we come back to our body? How do we reconnect to our body and the cycle it's meant to be on and how it's supposed to feel good every single day? 
if you're listening to this and you're, you know, barely getting a good night's sleep every single night, you're waking up exhausted, you're relying on caffeine throughout the day, this is the case for so many women that I start working with. We're not meant to feel that way. We've made it okay as a culture. We've said, this is okay, this is normal, let's joke about it. Which look, some of the memes, some of the jokes, some of the reels are funny about it, I'll be honest. However, it's not normal to feel like this. We are meant to feel good in our bodies, we're meant to have natural energy, we're meant to get good sleep, and we're dealing with years of dysregulated circadian rhythms that are causing all of these issues in our body, mentally and physically. So if you're listening to this podcast and I'm saying circadian rhythm and it sounds like I'm speaking a different language, let me explain to you really quickly what that is. Your circadian rhythm in the most simple terms is your sleep and your wake cycle. So your circadian rhythm regulates when you wake up, your cortisol, and then when you go to sleep, your melatonin. So a normal circadian rhythm is your cortisol spikes in the morning. That's what wakes you up out of sleep. So typically, if I have a woman that's waking up a lot in the middle of the night, that that's the first sign that cortisol is high because you're not meant to wake up in the middle of the night and spike like that, right? It's meant to wake you up in the morning. Your cortisol is highest then. Throughout the day, it drops. And then at night, your melatonin will kick in and you will get a nice deep sleep and we start all over again. But what's happening is we're dealing with dysregulated circadian rhythms to where our cortisol might spike in the morning. For some of us, if we've hit complete adrenal fatigue or burnout, our cortisol will no longer spike in the morning. That's when we're like waking up totally exhausted and depleted. But if we're not there, then our cortisol will spike in the morning. And what happens is for most of us, we see all of these cortisol spikes throughout the day, even though it's supposed to lower. And when cortisol is spiking, what it's doing is it's preventing the production of melatonin at night. On top of being on our phones, on top of the blue light, all of these things that are also disrupting melatonin production, melatonin is the hormone that's going to help you sleep and get into deep sleep and recovery sleep. If that's not being produced, then we're having this light sleep, cortisol spiking in the morning, and it creates this massive imbalance in our circadian rhythm and then also just in our body in general. Long-term effects of circadian rhythm being off can lead to like cardiovascular health, immune dysfunction, reproductive problems, and then also a lot of mood and mental health. So think about seasonal affective disorder. As we come into the winter, so many people are dealing with seasonal depression, the seasonal affective disorder that kicks in this time of year. And a big part of that is due to the daylight savings time and when it's getting dark really early and we don't have these long bouts of light and exposure, it throws off our circadian rhythms and it affects our mood and our mental health. So if we know that it's affecting it when the weather changes, we know that happens. If we're dealing with a dysregulated circadian rhythm in every season and then over years, you can understand why we're starting to have all of these issues and also all of these health issues. This is a foundation. I will tell every single client, you could, I could put you on the most perfect macro split. I could put you on the most perfect strength progression for you. I could give you the most accountability to set you up for an ideal situation. If you are not focusing on your sleep and your stress, if you are not focusing on your circadian rhythm, it is like trying to build a house on water. 
it's not going to work. You're, you're building it on a sinking foundation. No matter what you do, it's not going to stick because these are the building blocks of our body. Your sleep, your stress, your circadian rhythm. It's it, in order for you to be successful in your health and fitness journey, it's not optional. So just know this. And I, I know that I get a lot of pushback sometimes, especially from women, because we want the sexy things. Right, We want it to be the one diet, the one supplement. We want it to be something like, I don't know what it is about the physical, that's what we want. And if you want prime physical health, you're missing and you're not focusing on sleep or your circadian rhythm, you're missing a huge piece of the puzzle and it's probably the piece of the puzzle that's going to get you to where you want to be. So. Let's go into like how we regulate this circadian rhythm. If you're just hearing of this now, I feel like it's a tongue twister. I had to practice it a couple of times before I pressed play on this podcast. Um, so circadian rhythm, the number one way this is regulated, which is wild. Here's what I love about circadian rhythm and teaching women about it is that one, to regulate it can be free. It can be so simple and so easy, but we just don't realize it, right? We always want it to be like complicated or we want it something fancy to fix it. And it's actually the most simple things that are gonna do that. The number one way we regulate our circadian rhythm is natural light, is the sunlight, the sunrise and the sunset, which is so wild, how much that connects us to our body, our internal body clock, how much it connects us to the earth and grounding. And I'm not getting super woo-woo on you, but there is something to this. Look, if we connect to the light, the proper light, right? The proper light exposure for us, because most of us are picking up our phone first thing in the morning. We're in all of this dim light. We have the blue light in our eyes, which spikes cortisol, throws off our circadian rhythm, and we're not getting that natural sunlight in our eyes. And we're doing the same thing at night. That's going to be an issue for us. But if you can get natural sunlight in first thing in the morning, as soon as that sun rises, you can even get like a vitamin D lamp off of Amazon to emulate the sunrise, to be able to get that light into your eyes to properly spike cortisol in the morning. So your body's like, yes, we're waking up. It gives you that natural energy. It's almost like the coffee that you're drinking. That's what sunlight in in your eyes first thing in the morning does for you. The best thing you can do is when that sun starts to rise, and I know it's a little bit later in the winter, get your get the sunlight in your eyes, open your windows, go for a five minute walk outside. I know you're gonna be like, Katie, but it's cold. But these are the simple, tangible things. It's getting a little bit uncomfortable. Going for a five minute walk around the block, getting that sunlight in your eyes can start to reset your circadian rhythm that literally runs your body. It's what your body functions off of. That's all I'm saying. And then the more we can get sunlight exposure throughout the day, the better. So walks in the sunshine, sitting by a window where you have that natural sunlight in your eyes. Most of us are used to the dim lighting that's in buildings. We're not by windows. We're not anything. We're not getting this natural light in. And then we're wondering why we're living off of coffee, why we're having all of these crashes, why we're not sleeping good, right? And then we come home and we sit in front of a TV and we sit in front of our blue light. Guess what blue light does? It goes right into your pineal gland and it says, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up because blue light spikes cortisol. So it's saying, do not produce melatonin. And then we're like, why am I not sleeping? 
why, why, why am I having such a hard time getting to sleep? But you just were on blue light for three hours before you went to bed, literally telling your body not to produce melatonin that it needs to get into this beautiful, deep, wonderful sleep. Your body's circadian clock responds to light as a signal to be awake and dark as a signal to fall asleep. The light and dark cycle of the sun has the most powerful effect on our bodies. So the best thing you can do is increase your amount of light during the day to be more alert. Get more light into your eyes. Get it first thing in the morning. That's when we need our cortisol. That's when we need our energy. And then at night, start to lessen it. One of the best things you can do is actually watch the sunset because it starts to teach your body that this is the time where we start to wind down cortisol comes down because we're not supposed to be having all these big cortisol spikes and then the melatonin will kick in. I realize, look, look, for a lot of the women, you're working, you're a mom, after work, you're chauffeuring the kids around here to there, watching the sunset might not be possible and I'm not going to tell you you have to do that. However, things you can do when you come home are, well, one, starting to get more light in your eyes throughout the day. When you come home, maybe wear blue light blocking glasses. Try and stay off the screen an hour before bed. One of the best boundaries I set for myself is 30 minutes before I go to bed and 30 minutes when I wake up in the morning, I do not pick up my phone. It is the hardest boundary I have set and the best thing I've done because I'm, I'm sleeping better, one. I'm not waking up on the screen first thing in the morning. My mind's not going because when we're on our phone, our mind is going. Even though we think it's not, it really is with comparison, with this, with that, with watching everybody's you know, perfectly, for perfect pictures on social media, our mind is running a million miles a minute. On top of that, we have blue light. On top of that, we have the stress from everyday night life, our body needs a break. Give it that break. Actually unwind at night. This is what our nights are for. Even if you get 30 minutes, what can you do? Put your phone on the charger, set its alarm clock, do your nighttime routine. Yes, I got a red light. Okay, red. If, if you're interested in it, red light helps your body produce melatonin because it counteracts and counterbalances the blue light that's been in your eyes all day. It also acts as the sunset, the red light that we're getting in our eyes from the sunset. So it's telling your body to produce natural melatonin as well. And it's the repair, restorative, rejuvenation light that we need at night. So if you're interested, a red light can be really, really helpful in regulating your circadian rhythm. So you can always get a red light to use in the morning, to use at night. Um, there are tools that you can grab that might be a different episode for me to do is maybe some biohacking tools now that I'm thinking about it for people that are interested. But right now, let's stick to the things that are actually free that we can do every single day. Number one, two, and three, maybe even four is light exposure. Take advantage of the natural light when it's brightest, when it's dimming, when it's coming down. So your body starts to understand when it's supposed to be awake and when it's supposed to start producing melatonin to sleep. Other things we can do are obviously limiting our caffeine intake. I know you're like, I roll, Katie, but I need my coffee. But here's the thing. What if you didn't need as much coffee? What if your body had natural energy? And what if that energy was actually better and healthier for your hormones and your metabolism? And then what if your health goals became so much easier because of that? It's not just about the coffee. It's about getting your body functioning, functioning prime and optimally. So just 
what if we just cut down the caffeine consumption? What if we just didn't have it after 12 p.m.? We chose not to have that afternoon coffee. That makes a big difference. We chose that I'm actually going to start regulating my circadian rhythm, and I realize that the first week might be hard, but I want my body to function more naturally and less off of coffee. So limiting your caffeine can make a big difference. Another thing is a sleep schedule. Our body will respond so well going to bed and waking up at the same time. This is one thing that I've implemented outside of the light exposure that's made a huge difference is I put my phone away at a certain time at night. I do my nighttime routine. I don't pick it up again. I try and go to sleep and wake up at the same time. And now my body is on a clock where even if I get to bed a little bit later and my alarm clock is set for later, my body will still wake up at that certain time because that is what feels good to it and that's what it's used to. And when your body gets used to a sleep schedule, it knows when it's going to go into REM sleep and when it's going to go into deep sleep and then when it's going to have light sleep. And it does that so much easier when we're on a schedule. Think about if you're trying to potty train a dog or if you're trying to get your baby to sleep for longer. What is the best thing you can do? Create structure, create a schedule. Everything becomes easier. Guess what? Our bodies are the same way. They love structure, they love a schedule, they love to know when they're gonna sleep and they do so well when you stick to it. The problem is we've decided that we're not gonna have any boundaries when it comes to that. And we've decided that our nighttime to unwind, quotation marks, is gonna be wine and binge watching Netflix. And look, I'm not against that, I have those nights as well, but that can't be every night. There has to be a limit. There has to be one show or two shows and then I go to bed. Because it's not actually helping you unwind if you're not getting sleep and you're having to function off of coffee and also you're not feeling healthy in your everyday life. Is that serving you? No. So why don't we start to set some boundaries and do things that will actually serve us so we can become our happiest and healthiest selves. Your happiest and healthiest self isn't just about what workout you're doing. It's about feeling good from the inside out. And if we can do something as simple as setting a sleep schedule to do that, like hell, let's do it. Girls, let's do it. The last suggestion I'll make, so we have light exposure, Caffeine, sleep schedule, the last one is an ideal sleep environment. What I mean by that is like, what is around you? What is your environment when you're going to sleep? You know, is there a TV on so you're having that blue light in your eyes all the time? Do you have your kids in bed with you? Do you have your phone next to you that is on loud? Do, like What is the environment that you're sleeping in? And that has to be an ideal sleep environment. For me, it's a dark room. I wear a sleep mask. If you're not wearing a sleep mask, I recommend spending $7.99 to Amazon Prime yourself one tonight. I've never slept so good. I actually have trouble sleeping without a sleep mask on. The littlest bit of light will affect my eyes now that I'm used to it. But a complete blackout mask and a white noise machine, game changer game changer. The thing is, is there are actually so many free apps on our phone. If you want to keep your phone next to you in bed, I choose not to do that anymore. Why? Because I have a little bit of a stroll. I had a little bit of a scrolling addiction and needed to just get my phone away from my bed because if I bring it into bed with me, I'll scroll. So I plug it in on the opposite side of the room. I have my white noise machine. However, there are so many free apps you can use that will have white noise for you. So you don't need to get a special machine for that. Highly recommend getting a blackout mask, 
One thing that can be really helpful is taking a really warm shower before bed and going into a cool room. Our body will get into a deeper sleep at a proper temperature, and if we're really, really warm, our heart rate starts to rise and we're not able to get into those deep sleep. If our room is cooler at night, we're actually able to lower our heart rate, get into a deeper sleep that we need to. So again, these are things that are simple, that are free. It just takes time to start to set these boundaries for yourself, to start to say that my sleep, my restorative work, my recovery matters. We work so hard in our health and fitness journeys. I talk to women every single day that push their body like crazy, that love lifting weights, love going, but they're heartbroken because they're exhausted every single day. They're not seeing results. Their body's not budging or losing weight. They're probably dealing with a cortisol and a hormone imbalance. And I'm always going to come back to this is a main foundation of metabolism, of hormones, of your body feeling good is sleep and your circadian rhythm. So if you're not focusing on it, I hope this episode lit a little bit of a fire underneath that booty to start focusing on it. It's the best free thing you can do for your health, your fitness, your happiness for you and also everybody around you because it overflows into every aspect of our life. So let's get that sleep on. Let's regulate those circadian rhythms and let's and let's fall back in love with actually taking care of our body again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see you in the next one. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know what Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.